the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us on Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women. Folks, I'm glad that you're with us tonight. God bless you all. I hope everything's going well with you. Um, we got a great topic tonight. Tonight's topic will be on God's forgiveness. Hey, guys, how you doing? We are doing good. It's always good to be here, Brother John. Good, good. Hey, you know, we always start off the show um, welcoming the people, and we like to tell the people about any praise report that you guys had out there with the homeless this week. Well, you know, um, we were talking about what we're seeing right now. And, and you know, I, I believe we've been out there about six years. Uh, yeah, seven. Seven, seven, years. seven years. And, you know, praise God, he, um, he's put it on your heart, our hearts to really incorporate the word. And, and I got to tell you, John, that um, when you start out, when we get there, folks, we don't, we, you know, we're serving food, um, clothing, water, necessities. But um, we always started out with prayer. And so, John, you've been starting and sharing from your heart. And I think it has actually settled people down. Because all of a sudden, you'll get out there and you'll start sharing. You'll share a scripture. And I've kind of taken the role to share a scripture. That's kind of what I do. But I've been able to go off of where you're at and the Holy Spirit's working and moving. You get their attention. Praise God, you guys, our audience, the group. They've been listening. And then I get to share the word. And I just want to say that I think they're just even more and more hungry for the word. And praise God, we get to hand out more Bibles. You know, I, I like the way you say that because, you know what, that's what's so good about it. You know, we open up in our prayer, folks, um, yeah. to bless the food and to bless our time there. And then um, the, whatever the Lord puts on my heart that, that week, uh, God, I'll share it with them. And, uh, and, you know, we were talking about how Jesus fought the devil in the wilderness and he didn't go in with no bazooka, no guns, no hand grenades, no nothing like that. He went in there with faith and the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And I think it really surprised him because they didn't think of like that. And that's how you shut down the devil is by the Word. And, you know, so um, that was a lot of fun. And then it was kind of – it corresponded with what you were going to talk to them and share them with um, some of the the Word that you were going to give. 
Well, and it went right into, because as you were reading that, it, it took me to one of my favorite scriptures, though, of course, the whole Bible people joke about it. They're all my favorite scriptures. Revelations chapter 12, 10 through 13, where Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, mm-hmm. and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. So exactly what you were telling them, the word, the word, the word, and the blood of Jesus, it's Jesus, Jesus overpowered him, and uh, it's done. Uh, but they they blend well together, and hopefully they learn some tools because we kind of we kind of we kind of encourage them. I wanted to say push them a little bit, but we encourage them greatly to to be in the Word and to to just use the name above all names, our Lord Jesus Christ. And the thing about it is, is that they've been hungry. I've been noticing mm-hmm. that the uh, I, there's a revel um, not a revelation. There's a revival going on right now, folks. That um, the Word of God is just uh, a powerful. And um, and I noticed this for the last uh, month or a little over a month now, a little longer than that, and and they are just hungry. You, it is it is quiet. They are sitting there. They're captivated. They're listening mm-hmm. to the word, and the word never goes void. And we love that. And you know, and that starts it off there, folks. And the greatest thing is, is that we'll get prayer going out there. And I mean, there is some prayer that the women are praying, the men are praying over there. And they're asking for a prayer, and it's just it's 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 just awesome. We're you know look at um we got a couple of Hispanic people out there. They're asking for the um Hispanic um uh, Spanish Bibles. Mm-hmm. Did you you got some, didn't you? Those came in. I just got the call before the show. Yep, good. And you know that's interesting too because when we started out there, it was these small Bibles with the fine print. Yeah, yeah, and they were out there in the dark trying to read these things. <laughs> now they're coming back. They're asking for Bibles with a larger print. And even though they try to keep things small because Let's, everything's heavy to haul around town, right. they'll still take those larger Bibles that they can read. Yes, absolutely. So you have to believe there's some reading going on out there. Yeah, oh, there is. And, folks, that's what's not only just the food and clothes. There's a lot of other things that are out there on the tables out there that we have. There's flashlights. There's hand warmers. There's wipes. There's cleaners. I mean, there is a lot of things else that were passed out or passed out out there for them. But the main thing is that they're accepting God, they're loving God, and a lot of people turn their lives over to God. You know, I was just going to say, Pastor, again, you're putting a smile on my face. It's like, oh, that's why they ask for flashlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. You read those small but, print what, Bibles. You, you know, know what? We went. They down love those and things. got some, and um, at um, at Walmart, and we took every bit they had, mm-hmm. and the lady is just looking at us. Thinking, and what are you guys going to do with this? Uh, you know, but um, it, it's a hit. It's a it's a it wonder is. out there for him. But anyway, um, we'll get into the show. Um, that's our praise report. Uh, we can keep going going on and on about it. But um, tonight's show is going to be on God's forgiveness. We had uh, last week was God's wonderful grace, and this week it's God's forgiveness. They both go hand in hand. But I uh, just want to you know, even out there, there's people that believe that they have done so bad in their life right. that they don't feel that they're worthy to come to God. They don't think that they want, you know, they just have that guilt. And the devil just plays upon that. And so God put that on my heart this week to talk about that. And I had Isaiah forty three twenty five is one I want to open up with us. And I'll go ahead and read that. It says, I, yes, I alone will boat uh, out your sins. For uh, for my own sake, and I will never think of them again. A promise from God that you know, once it's gone, 
it's gone Mm -hmm. and you know as us humans we always have it and we bring it up and i wonder how many times god sits there and thinks what are you talking about (laughs) you know (laughs) so um and and that leads me over to um what i wrote down here and this is what i wrote down it says nothing weighs on a person more than guilt but you can be forgiven and that is god's promise i can't say that enough folks i know what it was like with me there's sometimes i have little hang-ups like that and but i got to remember myself that god says as far from the east is to the west as far as i threw that away so um you got to remember the devil's going to use any tool he can and the one he has the most that he loves to do is put that guilt upon us mm-hmm. and that leads me over to i um to isaiah uh, 118 and and then i wrote down here it says god washes us clean as fresh as snow and i based that out of 118 in isaiah and it says here it says come now let's settle this says the lord through your sins though your sins are like scarlet i will make them as white as snow though they are red like crimson i will make them as white as wool you know that's the what that's the precious blood of Christ. He cleanses us, and we are we are clean. We are no longer held um, held accountable for those sins. Those sins have been paid for, and by the precious blood of Christ. So, you got to remember, folks. I know that um, it's hard to feel like that as human ways that God can do that, but God loves us that much that he is has open arms for us saying mm-hmm. come my children and let me be a part of your life and that brought me over to isaiah 86 5 and this is what i wrote down god forgives us because he loves us and i based that off that scripture of 86 5 and that says oh lord you are so good so ready to forgive so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help all we got to do is boldly come to the throne of grace, to God's wonderful, wonderful grace and mercy. And he loves us that much that he's there. The Bible, throughout the whole Bible, from the beginning, from Genesis 3.15, says how God wanted to redeem us right then and there right. when we fell off with Adam, fell in the garden with Eve. God loves us that much that he wants to wants us to be with him. So if you have any kind of sin that's holding you back, give it to God. He's there with loving arms. And that sent me over to Isaiah 36, 25. And this is what I uh, wrote down. God removes all our impurities. And I based that again on Ezekiel uh, 36, 25. And that says here, it says, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away, and you will no longer worship idols. It, you know, when God cleans you, you are clean. That's a, that's a cleaning right mm-hmm. then and there, okay? I don't care how many times we get in the shower or the bath or whatever. God cleans us better than we can clean ourselves. So um, that would brought me over to Micah, and that was in um, 718. And, and, I, and this is what I wrote. God loves to forgive, and so if you're thinking that God doesn't love it, he does, and, I, and I'll, I'll go ahead and read that. It says, where is another God like you who pardons the guilt of the remnant, overlooking the sins of his special people? Yes, we are special. You will not uh, stay hung. You will not stay angry with your people forever because you delight in showing your unfailing love. And I love, these are all promises of God. We can bank on that. We can take that and know that that's the way it is. I mean, so don't let the devil sit there and say, 
you are not worthy, you are unclean, and whatever you've done in your life, God's never going to forgive you. I'm going to show you here that God has his word that promises us that we are forgiven. Mm-hmm. And that led me over to John 1, 12 through 13. And I wrote here, God's children are reborn spiritually. So that means you are good to go, folks. And, um, and, here, and this is what it says. But to all who believe him and accept him, he gave the right to become children of God. And it goes on to 13. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from a human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Again, we are reborn with God. We are the children of God. And when you are the children of God, you are, you are royalty. And royalty means that we, what God has, we have. And that is based there in the Bible, folks. And that is, uh, that is the truth right there. So that led me to Romans 5.21. And what I wrote here, it says, Christians should be free of their, uh, Christians should be free from sin's power. Power of sin has no more hold on us. Jesus put the death. The only thing that the devil had is that the death takes us out by sin. But Jesus overcame that. And that is based here on, uh, again, 521. And this is what it says. So just as, just, so just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace, I love that, rules instead, giving us the right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Lord. There you go, folks. Right there, another promise is we our sins are uh, we have the power to overcome. That's a good thing about it is is that God is always renewing our minds and our walk with them each and every day. You stay in the Word. You stay close to God. You pray to God. You let God know how you feel. Have that relationship. He's going to renew your mind, and you're going to be a different person. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. And that led me over to my last one, and it says, God will, for, this is why I wrote down, God will forgive our sins if we confess them. And I based that out of 1 John uh, 1, 8, and 9. And that says here, it says, if we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and, faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. There you go, folks. That is not of my words, but that is the words of God. That was the promise of God. If, you, if you're feeling that you're not worthy, don't let the devil do that. God is saying, come to me. Let me take care of it. And we're good to go. So that's what God put on my guy, my heart this week, guys. And I'm curious to see where God's going to bring you in Scripture. Yeah, I, I come up with a little different something. I've I've always thought of uh, uh, forgiveness of sin as a two part event. Uh, the first is a forgiveness of sin, and uh, but you know you can be forgiven of sin, and everybody says okay, well he's never sinned, but that doesn't get you anywhere. Second part of forgiveness of sin is that it makes us righteous with God, and that's the big event. When you say you're forgiven of sin, what I picture is, okay, that focuses on you. But when you say it makes you righteous with God, now that focus moves from you to God, and that's where the focus should be when you're talking about forgiveness of sin, on God. He did the work. But we have to accept that and move into there. I'm going to be in Romans chapter 3 today, and there's a couple of verses in here I think everybody's familiar with. But I want to start with verse 20. 
And it says, For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how how sinful we are. And even if you could do all of that, like I say, even if you could obey the law, it doesn't get you anywhere. It just makes you free of sin. Mm-hmm. But you've you got to have God's part in this. Well, that's where verse 21 comes in. It says, But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets. 22, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ, and this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned, and we fall short of the glorious God standard. Now, I, I, I think if, if you were forgiven of your sins, you would, your righteousness would still be as dirty rags. Mm-hmm. How can you stand next to God in dirty rags when Jesus shines like the noonday sun. But when you give over to him and because he he gives you his righteousness, when you stand next to him, you shine the way he does. Our righteousness is not our own. Our righteousness is God is Jesus' righteousness. Mm-hmm. We put on that robe of righteousness. So so I always see forgiveness as a two stage Thing. Uh-huh. One is you're forgiven sins, the other is you made you right with God, and it puts you in that right standing. And again, as I said before, it takes the focus off of you being the center and puts it on God as the one that makes you righteous. And so that's that's uh, the first part of this. Now, good going on with this for a little bit, it says in verse 24, Yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. Verse 25, for God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. The sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back back and did not punish those who sinned in past times. So it is God who makes us righteous, and he makes it when we come, confess our sins, he forgives our sins, and then he makes us righteous so that we can stand before him. And uh, it was just a little different view, I I think I have, of uh, forgiveness than what most people have. (laughs) You know, and that's what it is. Uh, You know, it's... um it's it's all about Christ. When God looks at us and when he's forgiven us, he's seeing Christ. And, you know, and that's what Christ is in us. Blaine, I'm curious to see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, now, were you, uh, did you finish up right there, Ed? Uh, yeah. yeah I'm, okay, okay. I may add some more later. but All right. <laughs> I think we'll have some time. Hey, you know what, folks? I'm going to take us to number one, or I guess... Uh, if we were all to be honest with ourselves, we'd say, you know, I'm the chief sinner. We know that Paul the Apostle said he was the chief sinner. He was guilty of bloodshed. He was guilty of throwing men and women in prison. He knew what grace was. He knew what forgiveness was. But there's another man in this Bible that we talk about, and it was King David, which uh, which our Messiah came through the line of David. I'm going to go straight to his sin. I'm going to go to Psalm 51. It's one of my favorites. I am going to read 1 through 4, but uh, something I don't know if I've encouraged you, audience, to do, I would like to read read this entire psalm, but we don't have enough time. That is going to be your homework assignment. Please read Psalm 51. It's beautiful. This is David, he says, and this is uh, regarding his sin with Bathsheba. Psalm 51.1, it says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, 
according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. And here's a big part, folks, and it has to do with what you were saying also, Ed. Um, we need to acknowledge it. Number three says, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me against you. You only have I sinned and have done this evil thing in your sight that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Hey, folks, we can't point our fingers at God. Um, as you just read, um, Pastor Ed, that uh, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We need Jesus, you know, each and every one of us. I don't know who you are, where you're at. How awesome you might be, um, how righteous you might be. We want to put on Christ by confessing him as our Savior, inviting him into our life. Jesus doesn't even see our sin anymore. And, and I think, you know what, you guys, I think, I think King David had a great idea about this. I mean, man, he would, I mean, they said he was a man after God's own heart. How can that be? Yet he was a sinner. But he was always in communication. He, he uh, Remember, we, we've used it before. Um, I used it in my Bible study. He never tried to pull the wool over God's eyes or be an Eddie Haskell. He just said, hey, this is who I am. Please blot it out. Um, but good old King David was a great, great example for us. And um, with that, I've got just one more I want to share, and that's out of Psalm 103. It's going to be 11 through 14. And here's what... Pastor John just said a minute ago, he, he quoted my scripture, and, and uh, I had it uh, to where I wanted to read it, and here it is. It's uh, 103.11. It says, For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. You know what, you guys? God's forgiveness and God's grace, when you come to know it, you have no idea who's behind this microphone. But um, I think a lot of us, John, you know, you and I knowing each other most of our lives, we would say, you know what? We are a chief sinner. We are guilty of sin. We made a lot of bad mistakes. We are forgiven. And, and according to our God, our God has forgiven us. And by putting on Christ, by inviting Christ into our lives, um, we have put on his righteousness. So, but so, Ed, as you said, he doesn't even see that sin anymore. Uh-huh. Maybe you said it too, yeah. John, where he's yeah. like, what are you guys talking about? You know, he, he has blot out our transgressions. And for somebody out there that might think that you're a chief sinner, maybe you've had 30, 40 years of addictions, or you've done some really bad things in your life. Well, I got to tell you, I get to meet a lot of people with the, in those circumstances, and I get to let them know what the gospel says. We need to be in the Bible. We need to know what God has to say about this. And thank you for listening to this little study that we're having for you guys, and we encourage you to do more. Um, but there's a scripture um, in Romans 8.1. It says, for there is no longer no condemnation. Uh-huh. For those who are in Christ Jesus, no condemnation done. You know, we we gotta we gotta heal those relationships. We gotta fix what we can. We gotta go and apologize. We need to humble ourselves. But in God's eyes, He's like, man, you're a man after my own heart. You've invited Jesus, my Son, the gift of God, and you've accepted Him. And for so now, I don't even He doesn't even see our sin. Yeah, you know, and that's what it is. You know, it's what it's all about. Yep. It's about God from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. It's all about the forgiveness of God is his wonderful mercy, his wonderful grace, his wonderful forgiveness. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's not about any of us, but we got to recognize and we need to come boldly to the throne of grace and ask God for that forgiveness. It's like um and I and I know within myself and I know out there with a lot of the homeless people out there 
again, they struggle with thinking that they have to be clean to come to the throne, and they don't. And that's one of the things that um, it is the power of God is that no matter where you've been or what you've been through or where you are now, God just wants you to come as you are. You don't have to get all dolled up. You know, there's a there's a lot of people out there, Pastor John, that are afraid of the word repentance. Mm-hmm. They feel they need to clean up their act before they can come to a church. You know, we've all had family and friends said, hey, I don't know if you want me to go. Right. Because they're going to lightning's going to hit, you know. We need to give the message that you come as you are, just as you said, John. And that repentance, that that repentance by seeking God turns a U-turn from our, our, our understanding and seeking God. And then as we turn and we allow him to give us the strength to take away that sin that's been part of our lives, it's separated us through a lifetime. He will do the work. He always has. He always will. He is faithful. Yeah. Amen. I, I always like, real, real quick, I always like the prodigal son. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about turn around. Here's, here's a kid that turned around. But I, I like the physical part of this, too. He shows up in filthy, stinking clothes. Yes. And God not only accepts him spiritually but physically and turns him around spiritually but also physically by putting the robe on him. Exactly. And the ring. And the ring, yeah. So there's nothing you can, there's no way he could have gotten from the rags he was in to that robe without going through the Father. Mm-hmm. Amen on that. And that signifies the, the, um, of the, what you call it, the majesty of the Lord that he gives to you, yeah. uh, the inheritance. And that's the seal of the ring. You know, I just love it. I love the when we all get together, we get to see different scripture, different meanings of what God says. But it all boils down to one thing, folks. He's there with open arms, he's there to forgive, and he's there to restore our lives. And he and now all we have to do is just get down and ask for it. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with any kind of um, uh, sin or any kind of guilt or anything like that, don't let the devil stamp on you. Just tell him right back in his face, give it to God, and let God deal with that and clean you up um, and have a great life with the Lord. Okay, guys, last shout out, and then we got to close the show. Anybody but- got something to say? No. Okay. Well, wow. that, that's good. Well, you know what? I, 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 I should never said nothing. I should just went right in. It's and all did what you. We had to do. It's all you. Okay, folks. Um, we thank you for joining us on the show tonight. We want to give our sponsors a uh, thank you out there. Um, Anna and Kim over at Goodwill. They supply us with the clothing. Um, and 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 we love to give them out to the people, and they love um, receiving them. Thank you, Kim and Anna. We want to thank um, Javier over at Sombreros, him and his family. Thank you, Javier. You've been so gracious to help us feeding the homeless. And we want to give a shout-out to Tim and Jeremy. Jeremy, hey, we really appreciate all you do, Jeremy. So they're over at Skyline, and we appreciate what they do for us to help us. And we thank Steve Forsythe over at the Alcohol Westland Church uh, for all the help that he has given us. Folks, if you ever like to join us, you're more than welcome to come out and see us. Um, we got a number here. The number would be 619-252-0060. Again, that number is 619-252-0060. I want to uh, just say to each and one of you guys, God may God bless you, and I hope you have a good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. 
Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.